0: stream as we look at ecw hardcore tv from episode one all the way to 401 with every pay-per-view and special in between this week we got a double bill as we look at ecw hardcore tv 304 and 305 we are still in 1999 and um we've got a lot to discuss Yourself, paul i'm joined as always by jay what's happening jay
1: and i want to know Who is your mysterious benefactor that means you can afford to do this podcast?
0: (laughs) You find out. Is it
1: Spotify?
0: God, I wish. That'd be really good. Yeah, they can't afford Um, us to buy an Arsenal. It's true. And they've put their prices up as well. um, Have they? Fastest. Yeah, £2 a month, I think they've put it up. God, dear. But we fully love them to be around Spotify. <laughs> yeah, and uh,
1: so you're listening to this. We love all of the, the, the podcast hosting websites we, that there are.
0: Yeah, you're all good to us and we're good to you because we give you weekly content, so everyone's a winner. Um, yeah, this week we are in February and February. So it's February. the living dangerously. <laughs> Fast approaching living dangerously. We're at 21st of February 1999. And the 28th of February, 1999, that we said episodes 304 and 305 of ECW Hardcore TV. For those who can, we are on the W network watching these watch along. those who can't, I'm sorry.
1: Although maybe not on the Peacock network. Um, yeah. So we apologise.
0: Yeah, but we'll do enough that you won't need it. Just close your yes. eyes and visualise. Take you to the extreme. We're back in the arena together. I was
1: going to do the um, Wainswell, but it felt like a dated reference. Except we're talking about a show from twenty years ago, so it's actually not that dated reference. Totally rid of it.
0: (laughs) So the show starts with Taz going into the arena, holding his belt high, talking to the fans, talking smack about other promotions. This is a recurring thing. Basically, I love this angle from Taz as the world champion. He's not just the baddest man in the company. He's the best man in the fucking industry. Yep. And um, he's calling out people who are clearly never going to turn up. But it, it just works. It's, it's, like, it's similar to what Shane, Lewis, Shane Douglas was doing, but a lot more aggressive approach. But Shane Douglas was like, you know, fuck Ric Flair, but never really said Ric Flair, come to the arena, I'll beat you. Yeah, And Taz, Taz is like, any champion from any federation wants to come here, I'll choke you fucking out. Yes. And, uh, and it's strong, isn't it? It's, it is good. It is. It's basically like, you know, saying the baddest thing, just so really, really good. Uh, cut straight to the ring. So can I ask Though, was this the bit where he comes out of the car? Yeah. How did you feel about him coming out of a limo? Um, it didn't necessarily go with the gimmick.
1: No, that that was my issue with it, was it's, you know, he's he's Brooklyn and he's New York and it's, you know, back amongst his people and, you know, we did it and blah, 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 um, and, you know, Red Hook and Leather Jacket and all the rest of it, but he's he's coming out of a limo, and it just felt a little bit off-brand.
0: Well, yeah, he's been be like, you know, the... The hardcore sort of fight in New York, and like you said, he's um he's sort of coming but, out of a limo, which is showing sort the, of big life.
1: That's the that's the 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 dichotomy, isn't it? Great word for the beginning of the podcast. Okay. Um, you know, that's 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 the the problem is they're trying to kind of set it up as a champion, and I understand that, and the glamour of being the champ, and I understand that, but at the same time, um, you know, and I know it's it's kind of a lazy analogy. But Austin never came out of a of a limo.
0: No, he turned up in like fucking monster or, trucks. Or anything or gave you the idea of anything powerful he could steal and it didn't give a fuck. He would just roll into the arena, whatever was there. Yeah. More more kind of, you know, blue collar kind of Yeah. It'd stuff be your, rather than But your Vince McMansies turn up in a limo.
1: Or your heel Austin's if you yeah. were going that way, because it's kind of, you know, has he conformed kind of
0: thing? Exactly, um, rocks, Vincent
1: Mans, hundred percent. So it, it kind of felt a little weird. Yeah, no, I think that's a good. Um, I good mean, shout. if he came out of an, uh, and it would feel low. We'd probably be saying the same, you know, a different thing. But if if he came out of a New York taxi, yeah, then that would feel a little bit more him, maybe a little bit more kind of, you know, street level, although he's the champion, rather than the limo. And yeah. we would be, you know, we'd be sitting here having the, I, I, I would be sitting here having the alternate conversation to this, which is, um, you know, how how, how low brow does he feel? that You know, here's the champion, he's turning up by taxi. But it, yeah, it's, it's a really difficult bump to make, I think. I, I think mean- you could have shown him kind of walking up to the arena steps.
0: I was going to say, they literally almost could have started the promo a little bit further before to sort of give him the indication that he walked to the arena from his house or something and show complete, like... Or his car. We've seen him drive off. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, a, a good shout there. I then, yeah, disconnect is definitely there.
1: Um... Apart from that, good. And then we're to the ring.
0: <laughs> we, thought we can connect with... Is a debut of a little favourite that is um Steve Carino has arrived. Not he's quite. Not quite the, he's not quite <laughs> the king of old school yet. No, far from it. But he's in the he's in the company, and that's a step, in my opinion.
1: Yes. I, I I I did smile, um, partly because you know it's Steve Carino. And partly because I know that's one of your faves of this. Error.
0: Oh, big time. Yes, um, yeah, so Crean is basically against Cronus. Everyone loves Cronus. Creno power bombs Cronus, which brought out um Judge Jeff Jones, and he's just like, You do not move that <laughs> you now that, that move. I loved. It was so simple. So simple for a way to get him into fear. It's like
1: You have committed a crime. You have stolen a move that does not belong to you.
0: It was so good. I mean, it's just, like you said, it's such a simple... And you almost kind of wish they'd thought of this and this is how they debuted him. Yeah. If they'd done this at a pay-per-view, just, just whatever, and someone hit a, a powerbomb and it brought him out and he's just like, you're guilty as charged. You've stolen a move that doesn't belong to you and now you have to face the man.
1: The master of the powerbomb,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, obviously... Not sure if it's this episode or later. Sorry, but it's a big sort of Sid chant in sort of title matchy world. I, I kind of find it strange how well he's been accepted.
1: Yeah, like, and and uh, Joe Styles is putting over his WWE Championship or WWF Championship. You know, winning the championship from Shawn Michaels at Madison Square Garden. You know, they 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 they're very much banking on. His WWF popularity for an anti-establishment organization.
0: Yeah, and all right, he's big and he does power bombs, but he's not really. I suppose 911 on one didn't really do a lot, and he was over. I was going to say sort of work ratey, but um,
1: yeah, no, they they love the big impact. Yeah, big guys,
0: but yeah, it's it's, it's it, it 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 is a
1: little bit. Still a little bit surprising as to just how crazy over Sid is. Um, I oh, think basically. last week we were saying if you if you whacked him into a title shot, the crowd would eat it up. No one's complaining.
0: Oh um, yeah, I mean he could take any belt at the moment. It'd be super over. But um, yeah, impressive. Basically just murders him again. Does what he's doing. Sort of talks to the camera. Perfect. Poor Cronus. Poor Cronus is taking a lot of power bombs and chokeslams. I imagine yeah. he probably taking them all on the house shows as well. He would have been the go-to. Yeah, sort of a, it's it's year. um
1: yeah, uh, and you know, if only that was the only time he was getting buried, eh? Um, but it's it's um, what I loved was the um, you know, the pointing to the people to work out who the crowd wanted him to powerbomb again. Um, you know, just all. Really simple stuff, but really um, engaging. You know, was in with the crowd, got everyone on his side. Um, yeah, loved it, loved it, loved it.
0: Yeah, so that's all um, good. That ends. Um, Ingram promo. Taz is called to the ring. Uh, obviously back in New York. Calling out everyone from one of federations again says that, um, great line, says so that he's New York born, New York bred, and when his time comes, he'll be New York dead. Um, yeah. Yeah, super good. Very similar to um, Shane Douglas, like going sort of super-facing your hometown, but sort of in between yes. everywhere else. Yeah. Um,
1: and just understanding. You know, I, I I think it's a really good understanding from ECW that there are certain people that are always going to get cheered when they go certain places. So just play up that and, and let them be
0: um yeah, especially as you know that's he's trying to get this guy as a megastar as a killer. So anything you can do to get a, a cheap pop as such to get yeah, even more proud, over.
1: Very, very loud for him. Uh yeah.
0: Yeah, um yeah. Pretty straightforward but nice promo all the same. Uh, we go back to the ring for another match. We get little Guido versus Chris Chetty. I was surprised with this match. It was actually a lot better than I expected.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I felt there's a good connection between the two. So it made me wonder
1: why Chris Chetty wasn't more of a hit. Because he's a good-looking guy. Yep. Good body. Athletic. Has a little bit of the martial arts style thrown in to give him a little bit of kind of realism in some of his hits, um, that, um, his, 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 um, double springboard moonsault. Um, I like, Yeah, you know, it's got, it's got shades of, um, the lion's salt, um, yeah. to it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a solid move. Um, He feels so like Tommy Dreamer before he lost the suspenders.
0: Yeah, I I can see that. I can massively see that. If I'm honest, I feel it's as simple as like a whole Tommy Dreamer thing. He just never found his gimmick.
1: Yeah. I, Yeah.
0: I I don't think he ever found his true gimmick. I think he was very much just like... Mentioned as Taz's his cousin too much early doors, and the first graduate of the House of Hardcore that was his gimmick. Yeah, but he, he did nothing to live up to that. I mean, the first graduate from House of Hardcore makes you sort of sound really gritty and I mean? and it's just yeah. That later nothing on to he, it. he would come out dancing to um, "Livin' a vida loca" and stuff like that, which is fine, but there was just no real.
1: But it's 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 the ceiling, isn't it? You, I mean, the moment that's your gimmick, that's your entrance is, yeah. you know, that's your ceiling. You've got as much chance of being,
0: you're not, a, you're not interrupting, you know, just incredible or Taz or anything no. with that song.
1: No, you're 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 the face, Danny Doring. You know, that's that's your level. Uh, except you don't have an established tag partner, so you're not even going to be in the tag title
0: mix. That's the thing. It's not to say he's not a fantastic talent. He just sort of got caught up where um I, I don't think he ever truly found himself.
1: No, and it's interesting because, you know, Dreamer had the likes of Sandman, who was working on your mid and your upper mid to to kind of help people form and, and yeah. come through. And Raven, you know, when, when the Raven-Dreamer feud started, it wasn't a main event feud. Yeah. Um so they had such a tier of mid carders who could bring people through and I'm not sure who you have at the
0: moment in that in that kind of cohort. It would be um a just incredible or lance storm, really. Yeah, although they're
1: they're kind of shuffling up, aren't they?
0: That's what I'm saying, but they're sort of they're moving up faster than you sort of they can cope with but it would generally and I'm not hit. sure if
1: they're established well Lance Storm I would imagine is established enough I mean I suppose Justin Incredible would have been as well but it's it's whether you could do the heat transference without hurting them
0: that's it and it's sort of like I don't know like I said Chetty's so generic at the moment like too generic yeah that he's not even you know really going to stand out and I think that's sort of his his downfall all, but like I said, despite all that, really enjoyable match. Amazing chemistry. Um, I was surprised Chetty was never in the FBI as a heel turn. It was a natural yeah. fit. You know, um, you know, Guido sort of went on and they had some great tag matches, but these two could have been a good team for a bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, so is this, is this the first Guido coming out riding Big Sal's
0: shoulders? I think it is, you know, because I think Big Sal was in the FBI, wasn't in the FBI, then sort of back was again. So I think yeah. this is the first time, yeah. So I, I don't
1: know whether Tracy Smothers has gone. No Tommy Rich for the first time in a long time. Yeah. So I don't know whether this is, where this are we now, the third incarnation of the
0: FBI? Yeah. And it's just sort of just take it to, um, yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. I could see that.
1: And again, you know, because of where we came in on watching the the tapes and all the rest of it, this is my FBI.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you kind of hear later on. I mean, obviously we sort of, you sort of hear that um, sort of Tracy Smothers was in it, but you didn't know he's like such a massive part of it. No. From like our style standpoint and all that. But, no, um, he's he's in it
1: for for us watching the pay per views and going backwards and watching them in a weird order, Tracy Smothers is as much FBI as Mabel is FBI and One Man Gang is FBI.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Which obviously, you know, everyone knows isn't the case, but yeah, from our viewings, that's what it felt like. Yeah. A a
1: random turn up of yeah, Tracy Smothers. Was,
0: as a legend turns up for a couple of deals shot to be yeah. funny to be announced from sort of like you know Texas Nashville Italy yeah yeah hundred percent um yeah decent match next up we have an in-ring promo from the Dudleys um they're gonna announce who has been paying them they sort of verbally run down everything they've done in ECW which again it, it's a it's a cool resume I mean even taking credit for the Sandman going and stuff like that. Just, just cool stuff. Uh, they're interrupted by New Jack. They sort of talk to New Jack and um, say you can't basically do it by yourself. Who are you gonna bring out Cronus and throw like shots at Cronus? Basically, again, he's continually buried. Um, and then Mustafa comes out with him. Yeah, returning Mustafa. The gangsters are back. Um big deal I mean like we said originally it'd be interesting to know if the plan was to have public enemy Dudleys and the gangsters in the freeway because um, this whole story seems a bit crazy to get Mustafa back but then again I imagine yeah it's probably legs to a Mustafa Jack match it's yeah it's um... sorry no god I was going to say, it'd be interesting to see how fast Mustafa Stuffer leaves after living dangerously.
1: Hundred percent, yeah. Um, it's uh, so, um, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, the Dudleys cut this promo about you know we're the team that say do what we say. You know, yeah. we we we've been honest with you. We've been honest with you from day one. We've always been honest with you. You know, we're the team that do what we say. And again, they and they try to turn, they try to stay heel, but they cut a very, very earnest baby face promo. Um, and again, just really strange in regards to how they work it through. And as I said, they, they, they try to bring it back with, you know, you're cheering for us. Now, where were you when we broke Beulah's neck? Where were you when you broke your hero's neck, blah, 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 which is, is, is good, but could have probably been slightly different. Um, and yeah, just then the the, the shots on um, uh, Cronus for for you know no reason at all, other than the fact that he's just there. Um, poor Cronus, poor poor Cronus. Um, possibly one of the worst decisions that ECW made was, you know, letting Saturn go and keeping Cronus.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would have only taken time before Saturn. Sort of went anyway, I feel like, because he's just um, obviously no, but you could have signed worker, him for, but... if, if you signed him for another year. Oh, no, but if you get, yeah, if you get a fight for one, he definitely sort of fought for the wrong one. I
1: mean, even if you're going to do, you know, garbage like the gangsterators, it's it's got to be better with Cronus, isn't it?
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, um, yeah, basically Mustafa comes out. They sort of fight. Nine uh, one, not one one. Uh, Big Dick Dudley did his spot where he sort of gets clotheslined over the top that he loves. Takes a nice bump to the bottom. Um, <clears throat> yeah, kicking off, and then Mustafa picks up a, a ch- uh, guitar and smacks New Jack over the head with it. They sort of go on to say he's been bought out as well, and uh, you obviously go later to find that he is the money man who's bought everyone.
1: Yeah, um, uh, some, some kind of um, politically incorrect suggestions from uh, Joe Styles as to where maybe he's got the money from. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, he's, he's not assuming that Mustafa Say has been clo- very clever with his investments.
0: Um, this, this, this whole kind of situation it, it is so hard because obviously it's a swerve that happened 20 plus years ago fully aware of it, knew it was him, so no big deal. But I'm trying to put myself in a mindset where I was just like, would this have been shocking? Or by the way he was sort of awkwardly walking around the ring and prick up the guitar, was it just so obvious he was going to do it? Or was it just obvious because I knew he was going to do it? Or was it just bad? Do you know what I mean? It's hard to put yourself in a mindset, like how obvious was this that he was going to turn on New Jack here?
1: yeah um i agree i agree i mean it's 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 one of those that um again you know is it because we watch these things so frequently in regards to you know it, three weeks ago in our time, Joey Styles dropped Mustafa's name out of nowhere, and the gangsters were being talked about out of nowhere um or you know, would we have picked up on that if we were watching this on a weekly TV show, and it was actually six weeks ago, seven weeks ago?
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, no, it's all um, it's like it's, it's all just so weird because I, I don't know sort of sort of how it was sort of would it would have it come across. Maybe it doesn't even matter. But um, yeah, overall. I think really decent I, I sort of enjoyed it um it, there's a payoff that's there, so I can't really complain with it, I guess not much of a promo really from him. no nope. sort of just sort of just he still comes across sort of very awkward on his own planet. The Dudley Boys are sort of liking it. Next week they get a bigger, bigger sort of backstory which doesn't actually explain anything still, but it's there. And, um, yeah, so it's up and running. Um, He's the money man. New Jack beating down and blade again. Yeah. Um, Next up, we have an in-ring promo from Shane Douglas. Boots in hand. This looks like it could be the end of Shane Douglas. Um, Talks about... um, What do you basically say about sort of... So uh, yeah, I
1: mean it's his his, his end of career chat, yeah, um,
0: yeah. it's sort of time to move on, and
1: you know look for Troy a new Martin, franchise. this and you know well, I promised you that, and probably haven't been as honest with you about my injury as I should have been, and you know blah 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 blah, um, and, and you know the the thing is very much that he's hanging up his boots, yeah. Uh, it's time for the franchise to 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 hand over and declare the new franchise who's going to continue to uh, lead this team through. And it's funny, there was a line in there somewhere about, you know, um, and I'll be being part of this revolution in the back for as much as I can. Um, but the people out here in the front are going to continue to... Drive this revolution on, and you know, entertain you and whatever else. And um, the crowd was shouting bullshit at it because, you know,
0: uh, uh,
1: yeah, they, they they weren't buying into whoever he was trying to um, put over. Obviously,
0: yeah, no, it's, um, that's how I liked it. So basically, he said about yeah, the next franchise in ECW is, and that brought out just incredible. So,
1: before we get there, yeah, because um, she's going to get another mention in just a minute, but um, for, for the longest time, it feels like now, um, I have been saying about, we have been saying about how much Francine has added to franchise, really did kind of make him up to that next level, just has been brilliant um, with him. And here in this segment, she was incredible. You know, she's yeah. in tears, she's she's begging him not to, she's pulling down the boots, you know, you don't have to do this. You know, she's 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 console, you know, she's in pieces. You know, she, he's having to stop the promos to console her. Um just incredible. If there is one person here that makes you believe It's not a wrestling retirement. It's Francine. Yeah, just incredible performance throughout.
0: Agreed, and it's also um, a person who sort of really helped you believe that he was retiring. Yeah, you know, there's a good level there where you think, "Oh wow, he really the injuries have caught up with him. He's done."
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, she's she's heartbroken because he's having to step away. Yeah, I mean, bring her out next
0: time Funk's retiring, and I might believe it. She was that good. Yeah, no, great shout out to... No, it's that. So, yeah, basically, Justin incredible came out, said that he's the next franchise in ECW, listed down some of his resume and everything he'd done in recent weeks, obviously Kane, the Sandman, and all the other stuff. Did actually reference T- Terry Funk? He did been um, the protege. He sort of almost threw Could, a little bit of shade on him, but he sort of yeah couldn't
1: those. quite work out whether he was healing on Terry Funk or not. But um, yeah, did actually reference
0: you know Terry Funker being his protege, which was uh, which was nice. It was nice because we obviously spoke about the inconsistency with some of the the bits. So he, he was throwing out the, the heavy hitters in this. They brought out Lance Storm. Who basically said, I thought it was a great promo again. Yeah. He said that he's the next franchise, said to Just Incredible, said that's the problem with you. Like you are just incredible. And um, yeah, that was good. It's good to see these two interacting and growing. Um, after this back and forth, Shane Douglas is like, no, the next franchise is Tommy Dreamer, he gets beaten up. <sighs> Francine gets a hell of a cane shot to the face. Yeah. Um, either super well worked or stiff as fuck, but either way. Uh, well, she amazing. she
1: she got kind of broken up with it, didn't she? So she, yeah. she, I I think she took a stiff cane shot to the face. Yeah, which is um, not nice. But um, I mean, she has, and uh, you know, more when she was with the pit bulls, uh, as we were kind of talking about. But but girl has taken some bumps. You know, she she has really put her body. I mean, bearing in mind again. You know her debut was Miss whatever it was, Miss New York or whatever it was, getting choke slammed by Nine One One. Yeah. Um, and then all the stuff with taking total eliminations and and all the rest of it. Yeah. My God, she has she has taken some bumps for for ECW.
0: Yeah. No, massively. Like I said, big big time. Agreed there. Um. It's all good. So it all sort of happens. Tommy Dreamer basically comes out at the end to sort of the save, and uh, yeah, all round solid, solid episode. I mean, promo heavy episode, but solid episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's. um I, I mean, it's a good segment. It's 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 a it it is a good segment. It's really. Uh, it was it was quite powerful. I think to see the the uh, the two. Um, Storm and um, credible uh, take one of the boots each, yeah, and hold them up. I thought that was quite nicely poignant and um, powerful. Um, so yeah, it was it was uh, it was a good segment. I, I I selfishly wish it was someone other than Tommy Dreamer.
0: Yeah, I mean, I understand it as a franchise player, but also you sort of felt like. Lance Storm or Just Incredible would have actually been better. Yeah, just then, it, you can't uh, give Just Incredible Lance Storm would have been good. You can't give Just Incredible anything else. No, um, it's uh, literally like RVD would have been a good shout, but oh, yeah, that would be curveball.
1: But that that kind of you know we'd need to fit in. it. it it does need to be, I mean, it needs to be a face obviously, and it needs to be someone of a certain level.
0: Um, I mean, obviously hindsight and obviously things surrounding didn't allow it to happen, but this would have been perfect for the Candido staying, the Candido turn. Yeah. So basically he sort of brought him out and said, you're the franchise. Now you do this. And he basically just turned him and beat the crap out of him and said, I was always the franchise. Or
1: he comes out to the ring with him, he's there crying as well, and then turns on him because he's not been declared the new franchise. He has given it to RVD or Tommy Dreamer or a face Lance Storm or something. Yeah, we could have Chris Candido Lance Storm
0: for over five years.
1: I know it's worked all the rest of the time. It has.
0: Uh, BSS ends, takes us to the 28th of February 1999, episode 305. Starts with a promo from the Dudley boys running down the public enemy, basically saying they run him out. Now, this is the thing. They keep talking about but they don't actually show the segment. If you want to embarrass the public enemy that bad, show the segment of them getting beaten up by the Dudley boys.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have showed it a lot recently. You know, They've
0: shown um, like clips, but they haven't actually showed the whole revenge segment.
1: No. And is that crossing the line 99 that they're trying to push on?
0: Buy the tape. So a, a lot of the other matches, though.
1: Yeah, but I guess this yeah. is the one they think is going to to lose make you win. buy the tape. However, bearing in mind everyone knows the outcome and your favourites yeah. lose. Yeah, I guess how likely is it?
0: Very true. I don't um, know. I, I don't
1: know how good a business business model this is. I think they might be in some trouble if they don't work out their business model. They'll be fine.
0: Okay. Uh, we get the highlights of the whole Dudley Boys Public Enemy New Jack um, backstory not super in depth but it gives you enough it, uh, you know you understand everything that's happening it's not that like there was subtle hints along the way or anything you're now looking back and clocking but um, no. it, tells, it shows you I mean, that's the only thing I liked if like if things in the promos or words were said or something to show this was like and you think, oh man, I didn't notice that. But it wasn't there at all. It just showed you all the clips that happened. It was, it was cool. It was good for a catch up. It was good for people just catching up. So didn't mind it. Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: it was, it was fine. Um, as you said, it's kind of one of those, you know, the closest you can get to kind of a usual suspect style twist is you know, who hates the New Jack and the public enemy. Well, gangsters hated public enemy and mustafa apparently hates new jack so why wouldn't it be must and it's another like but you've never told us that mustafa hates new jack why why does mustafa hate new jack and the gangsters beat public enemy out of ecw in the first instance why did they need to bring them back to beat them again
0: yeah yeah no agreed so that all um we got all of that. Happened. Oh, we got um Jus super crazy again. Yes. I'm feeling a bit fancy about this 'cause I feel like I'm extremely ungrateful because, you know, they deliver it's a fantastic match. I can't deny it. It's a great match. I just don't want to see it every week.
1: No, they need they need different dance partners. They definitely do.
0: We got Guido um, and Chetty there doing not a lot.
1: Work. Yeah, Nova, who we saw. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's 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 plenty. There's plenty of other people who they could have matches with. They they have an incredible work rate. They have an incredible chemistry. Um, if you want proof of that, go back and see my uh, two in a two week in a row match recommendations. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it it needs to be a break now. Uh, we had a break of a week. Um, in in real time, not in our time, but in real time. Um, but this is the thing; it's just you know another another match, and it's great. But there's other people they could wrestle. Uh, you know, how good a match could they have with Just Incredible? How much good a match could they have with Storm? How good thing. a match could they have with RVD or you know someone else, someone, someone, someone else?
0: Yeah, if if it's a best of seven, just say. Then it's done, isn't it? Just say, you know, th- this match has so been so close. This has been turned into a best of seven series. Then at least we know why it's happening. We're you know we're there to expect it. It's not a bigger deal.
1: Yeah, um, and we can keep count. We can all kind of keep score with it. But um,
0: yeah. yeah, perfect. Highlights of the Shane Douglas uh, segment we just spoke about from last week with Lance Storm, um, just incredible Tommy Dreamer. Um, Sabu defending the FTW title against Skull Von Crush. Skull Von Crush is back again. He is angry. Uh, I felt Skull got a little bit more in this match than I expected.
1: Yes. It's very weird because Skull Von Crush's gimmick yep. and Skull Von Crush's ring presence aren't the same. huh <laughs> and I know he's the leader of the new school or whatever faction they keep referencing that we're never going to see. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's, he's, he's kind of got a very eighties heel foreigner gimmick. Yeah. And then he's crotch chopping and, you know, far more of a nineties in ring gimmick. Um, and it makes it quite a bizarre and awkward transition.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, like I said, I just find it weird because like I, said, I did feel that he got a lot more offense than I expected him to against Sabu. I mean, Sabu's coming yeah. into this um, as the STW champion and pretty much. Prestigious. One, yeah, pretty much. Either officially or soon to be the number one contender. I mean, he was yep. technically the number one contender for the last pay per view. So he's got no reason to have lost that, so he should still no, technically. No, he's not lost a match since. Yeah, so he should still be. Not the even number to one Taz. Defender. True, and um, I just, I just find it weird the way I understand the way everyone looks strong, but there's certain people. If it, if Sabu is this incised with Taz, there should be a way to. We haven't seen Tabu being this aggressive since Penny Legal, where he was like, frustrated. You know I mean, there's a way to just sort of get it over where he literally just yeah. comes out, slaps this guy, attacks him, dies, and then put him through a table and just keeps jumping on him until eventually the ref sort of stops it. You no, know, just keep doing moonsaults. Just keep hitting him with a chair. Do something to show a really aggressive, yeah, angry side.
1: Beat up the referees as they try and break you up.
0: Yeah. 100%. But um, he does win. Yeah. Um, he grabs the mic and basically says, like, calls out Taz. I thought Sabu never spoke in ECW. Me too. I mean, I know he literally just said like one word, or just like a few, but I, I, I thought it was always did to believe that he didn't speak at all in ECW, and that's why when they did the Forever Hardcore documentary, Sabu speaking was a big deal. Even I understand the difference between, you know, him like breaking apart what happened and just saying someone's name. I totally get that. But I never thought you might have a word.
1: No, I agree. <clears throat> um, it and he doesn't say a lot. No. But, um, yeah, it, it breaks the mystique ever slightly, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, Sabu wins. So Taz comes out after being called out. Um, they start fighting. You get pulled apart from the locker locker room. We literally Boo. just spoke about it last week, about yeah. how we're impressed they didn't do this. They're now back to doing this. Um, Axel constantly trying to get in position. So Sabu dives at them.
1: I know you see me, Daddy. I know you see me.
0: So um, that happens. And that sort of ends the segment. In-ring promo from Lance Storm, saying that he has a new manager and basically says it is Beulah, you get the sort of curtain ball pack, you sort of see um, sort of the Adidas type outfit that Beulah used to wear, sort of behind the curtain dancing, and um, I don't know if I can call her Dawn Marie yet.
1: Officially, no. Officially, she's still not. Yeah, so Officially, they too, are huh? still pointing out that she is Tammy Lynn, bitch.
0: B-Y-T-C-H. So, uh, yeah, she came out the crowd just sort of was a bit deadish and um, got in the ring, pranced around, led to the Dreamer to come out. Uh, and yeah, it all sort of breaks into a big brawl. Um, Dreamer and Shane Douglas clear house. Francine sort of standing there. She puts up the three fingers. Shane Douglas sort of like darts around, looks all stunned. He puts up the three fingers. Tommy Dreamer probably waits too long, I think. It's sort of like the pause, the pause, the pause. He eventually <laughs> puts up the three fingers. Um, Tommy Dreamer, member of the Triple Fret, yes or no? No. Just a moment.
1: I I Tommy Dreamer, the man who, who absorbs gimmicks and and moves. Um, I, I I feel that cheapened it uh you know they could they could do a handshake they could do a hug they could do something to show they're on the same page um i don't need them as the triple threat although i would love to have francine recognized as one of the three triple threat um but they don't need to be the triple threat to be on the same page on these things um we've just had the triple threat explode and go nowhere. Yeah. Um, we don't need another triple threat for a minute and a half. Um, and Tommy Dreamer doesn't need to join him.
0: Yeah. Um, but he is, and that's where the show ends. Dream is sort of unofficially in the triple threat. Yeah. Um, How did you find the two weeks? I felt it was big in some points and sort of, not a lot in the others. I mean, I felt Taz. This was the least he's been on shows in like a year. Yep, a, a brief promo, but sort of very distant from it all. Um, massive lack of RVD, which is something I'm not used to.
1: Yep, yep,
0: um, it, yeah.
1: I mean, i it it's a it's a couple of shows based around two promos in essence yeah which was the the Dudleys and their mysterious benefactor and the Shane Douglas retirement angle um and that's that's basically where they were to the point where they got played out pretty much in their full on both weeks episodes um and they're two big things um I think the Shane Douglas retirement was done far better than the Dudleys angle um just because the, the the Shane Douglas one made more sense, um, but you know, it was it was all about two big promos in essence.
0: Yeah, that was um... yeah. No, it was it was good. I mean, obviously, super crazy to Jerry. Fantastic match, but did it really sort of move them on? Not really. Uh, Dudley Boys and the New Deck thing, that moved on. So, yeah, I think they're basically, they're just getting stories. I think they're reshuffling for the pay-per-view. I don't think this is the direction necessarily wanted for the pay-per-view and they're having to reshuffle a bit. And they're trying to get it in place because, um, what, it's about three weeks away, I'm guessing, three, four weeks till? Yeah. So, I think they're just trying to get things in place. Um. Match of the week, what'd you go for? Limited choice.
1: Very limited choice. Um, and I, I still need time before I can pick yeah. uh Tajiri and Super Crazy again. Yeah. Uh so that really only gives me a choice of two. Um, but actually, I will say I I enjoyed for all the reasons we talked about and why it was probably not right. I enjoyed the Skullvron crush versus Sabu match far more than I should have done. Yeah. Um, It was far more 50, 50 than it should have been Um, Skullvron crush. You know, as we know, when he comes, becomes big Guido and beyond, he's a decent wrestler. He's got some good moves. He's, he's quite fluid in the ring. Um, and he did show some of that off. So, um, it is a, a, you know, I, I think it's a, 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 decent, um, match. Um, Sabu has now equaled the record for, uh, the, the number of defenses of the FTW championship Yeah, with one. Hmm. Um, we know that, uh, Taz only managed one successful defense against Bam Bam, uh, and then, uh, lost it on his second defense. Um, So, uh, yeah, bizarrely, Skullfront Crush versus Sabu is my match of the week.
0: I think it's a fair match. I I think, like I said, limited choice, but I think, um, yeah, I think you've picked it for all the right reasons, and uh,
1: it's good. Um, And next week, when we watch another two matches of um, Tajiri versus Super Crazy, um, I'll work out whether I've still got a a pause on on them being eligible.
0: Oh, what a surprise at all. It's definitely going to happen, isn't it? I mean they they do fight at the pay per view. Yeah, like you say, definitely fight Living Dangerously, I remember that. Oh. Is it too soon to
1: run down the card for Living Dangerously?
0: No, throw it right out there.
1: I don't have it in front of me at the moment, so you might want to, you know, talk about it while my computer does something.
0: Uh I think I kind of through memory. I pretty can remember some of it. You're basically Taz Sabu, New Jack versus um stuffer. Tommy Dream and Shane Douglas versus Just Incredible and Lance Storm. Uh Dudley Boys versus Sid. Um RVD versus Jerry Lynn. Super Crazy versus Tajiri. I think that's most of it. Is is that all from memory? Yeah.
1: It's really good. Yeah. Um that's why we do a podcast about it. Uh, Nova and Chris Chetty versus uh, Doring and Roadkill I forgot that Uh, Carino versus Bulls Mahoney
0: Oh the chair shot The chair shot The chair shot Yep Wow I think this
1: is where he becomes the king of old school isn't it I mean (laughs) when he wakes up Yeah Uh, Little Guido versus um, Antifaz del Norte Yep Can't believe you didn't remember that one (laughs) <laughs> um, and then yeah as you said RBD versus Jerry Lynn Mustafa right. versus Jack, Spike and Sid versus the Dudleys yeah. Dreamer and Shane Douglas versus um, Impact I players mean, they're, they're the Impact players but are they the Impact players I guess we'll find out uh, and uh, yeah Taz versus Sabu
0: yeah loads loads great that's cards <laughs>
1: Taz versus Sabu in a match to unify the ECW and FTW World Championship. <laughs> I am drastically disappointed with the FTW Championship.
0: I am, in the sense, I don't know why Taz, I mean, Sabu doesn't make someone pin him to lose the FTW Championship. So he's entitled to a world title match because that's how it works, right?
1: Apparently so. Apparently
0: so. Um. um yeah, 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 unify a belt that he gave away. That's fair enough.
1: Yeah, after just, you know, not really caring about. Um, So one thing that that keeps jumping out and I've, I've not said is I'm surprised that when all of the belts got redone at November to remember, it surprised me that the TV championship TV title wasn't. Yeah. I thought that came in at the same time as all the rest of them. But yeah. still, the we're not into the, 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 the final design on
0: it yet. I thought that because it's still the uh, winged ingle at the moment, isn't it? It is. Yeah, no, I was surprised by that. But I'm guessing maybe they're just waiting for it to come back. They've probably been ordered at the same time. Maybe.
1: I mean, maybe Fonzie just needs to bribe RVD to do a match at some point. So he's keeping a, a new design belt in, in his back pocket room. just in case. Of course.
0: I love that um yeah for those who are on twitter and instagram get involved in the conversation at underscore sports arena for those who have been tagging us in ecw posts love it keep it up we will always like share respond um we love ecw we get involved in all of it obviously we do occasionally talk new products but it's getting less and less because it's getting harder and harder but um (laughs) because why would we yeah keep tagging us in extreme and um we're loving it. At underscore Sports Arena. Uh, thank you as always. We'll be back next week to relive the revolution as we continue our journey to living dangerously 1999. It's a cut the fucking podcast.